you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. You're back for another episode of Paper Route. I'm Corey Holmes, and I got Ashley Nicole Moss with me, and I got Brandon Marshall with me. How we doing? Doing good. yeah, keep keep put the camera on Ashley, please. <laughs> put the camera, Ashley. She's still doing her makeup. No, I'm putting on lip gloss. It's not doing makeup. This Ashley, is lip gloss. literally ten seconds ago, you had some type of brush. Oh, that was a mascara brush. That is that counts. makeup? I guess. I guess it counts. I don't. I don't have any outside of that. I just have mascara and lip gloss on today. My, I feel like I've worn enough makeup this past week, so I'm good. <laughs> well, we started this conversation yesterday, Corey, <laughs> uh, about. You know, skincare and yeah. male grooming. For right. sure. Who has the better uh, skincare routine, you or Ashley Nicole Moss? I mean. <laughs> what do you mean? Look at his skin. His skin, his Look skin at my is skin. I, I, mean. I can imagine she probably got it down to a science. I'm oh, yeah. I, 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 have a, I have a six-step routine. Right, yeah. Mine's my, my um, lacking steps. Yeah, I mean, he was. What did you say? You I think used I just yesterday? got one step. I, so I went back uses, and looked at it. It's, it's the clean and clear. Yeah, clean dual, and clear. Dual, Jesus. dual. I would never put that moisturizer. on my face. Yeah, I mean, clean and clear. I would yeah, never put that on my face. I, yeah, that was high like school, high school when like I didn't know no better. Routine. Hey, but if it works, it works. Hold on, hold on, really quick. Really quick, we talked about exfoliating your lips. I did it last night. How do you feel? Yeah. Do you feel a difference? They look different. They pop in the day. They, <laughs> they pop in the day. Uh, Yesterday, I don't know. I think I was dehydrated. Could have been it. That could have been it too. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, I was dehydrated. But what we got, Corey? Your lips is dope. Yeah, we gotta we gotta get into the show. So you know, today we we got. But you know what? I'm not even gonna preview anything. How about we just get right into it? The Lakers mm. and Clippers last night. Ooh. The Lakers. The Lakers might have might have folded. Uh, I don't know. Might have. Well, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. So the Clippers are now 11-0 and against the Lakers in the last 11 games that they've played. And like I was mentioning yesterday, yesterday was a very important game. So the Clippers, of course, they kind of solidified that, that, that fifth seed. But now the Lakers, you know, they're, they got a, an important stretch ahead of them. They're in a situation where they have to win more games than the Warriors in their last two in order to avoid making the play-in. So it's basically like a battle for the sixth seed. So the Lakers, they have to beat the Suns and the Jazz. And the again, the, the Golden State Lakers got the Kings and the, the Trailblazers. Golden, so Golden State Lakers? Warriors. What'd I say? Golden State Lakers. <laughs> what team is that? That's crazy. No, no. I, I thought I had went to the next team. Nah, you said team. Golden said, State Lakers. We yeah, the Lakers got the Suns and the Jazz. <laughs> and I said the Golden... Oh, I said the Golden State Lakers. That's what it was. The Golden State Warriors mm-hmm. have the Kings and the Trailblazers. Now, basically, whoever gets the most... Win- now, if they tie the same amount of wins, then... 
standings, you know, they, they stay as is. The Warriors are six. Lakers are, are Corey, seven. Corey, you're confusing me. What's Am happening? I? What, yeah. Yo, it's the plan. <laughs> no, 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 the, the plan gets confusing. Just tell me what's happening. The plan gets confusing. I was trying to lay it out break, for you. Break it down for him in layman's terms. Yeah, don't yeah. confuse me even more. <laughs> so look, so look. Right now, the standings are as such. Clippers are five. Mm-hmm. Warriors are six. Mm-hmm. Lakers are seven. Mm-hmm. Pelicans are eight. Mm-hmm. But those guys, they, they, this is more about the Pelicans Lakers and the Warriors. Pelicans did win last though. night in they overtime did. against the Grizzlies. Yeah, yeah. So... They're, yeah. they're All right, what's the question? Handling business. Let's get to Man, it. Man, what the Lakers going to do? How are they going to finish out these last two games? They have to win two games, and Golden State has to lose a game in order for them to avoid the play-in. Um, they're not avoiding the play-in. Mm. Um, last night was their shot, and as I thought, I mean, I was surprised that AD and Braun played that entire um, played you. the entire game to begin yeah. with, seeing how it was a back to back. Last the game prior to that against the Jazz came down to the wire, um, but you know, like you guys pointed out, a lot was on the line, so they played. Um, but like I said, those back to backs, especially those ones that come down to the wire, and then having to get on a plane, take a lot out of you. AD has not been consistent all season. And he was not consistent last night. 17 points was not going to cut it, especially when Kawhi dropped over 20. Norman Powell went off. Russell Westbrook had 17, 18 of his own. Um, Everybody contributed on that team. The Lakers just did not have enough firepower. And the concern about that is it's great when you're able to go ahead and produce wins like they did against the Jazz. That's Mm -hmm. That's a great win. Came down to the wire, like I said. But in a playoff series, you need to be able to do that consistently. There are going to be times when you're not going to get ample rush. You play a game, you get on a plane, the next day you have another game, and it, it, they just have not been consistent enough for me to believe that this is a team that can really make some noise in the playoffs. They're not avoiding the play-in. Too much has to go right in order for them to make that happen. Right. Um, I just I don't really know what the expectations are. For, I know a lot of people said they're going to win the whole thing. Mm. I don't know how you can make that assessment looking at this team. Yeah. yeah. Listen, I, I'm always going to be honest with everyone. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch the game. <laughs> but I did read the stat sheet. Yeah. Yeah. And there was something that jumped out that was alarming to me, mm. Ashley. Because we talked about this yesterday. It was a big debate between you and I. Um, will LeBron and AD play? Mm-hmm. Right, Corey, you brought up a stat. You know, AD, how many back-to-backs he's played over his career. And then also this year. I think this was the first back-to-back he's played in, Corey. Yeah, it was. Right, so it was a big conversation. I said they will play. You said, well, for you it was questionable. I was, well, was they were question. questionable. They were a game-time decision. Right. Um. So and, and, and look, you were right. You you went with see if you are a betting woman, which I'm gonna <laughs> convince uh, Ashley by the end of this year to get into betting. I'm gonna get you into betting. All right, but if you were a betting woman, you would have actually won. I know because you picked the Clippers and I picked the Lakers to win. I know it was an okay game from the highlights that I watched. But the alarming stat was this in the box score: Kawhi Leonard, Mister. Rest, load management. Not the Mr. king load of load management. management. Okay? He played 43 minutes. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know why he played 43 minutes? There was no Paul George. He, no, he played 43 minutes because it's game time. Right? Like, it's time. We're close to the playoffs. It's time to go. That's what competitors do. They know when to turn it on when they're supposed to turn it on. LeBron James. And he's an old guy. LeBron James, 35 minutes. AD, this is the alarming stat for me. Only 32 minutes. The game's on the line. What are we doing? 
I mean, I no, didn't expect. I didn't expect you know ample um, time from AD. Again, he's coming off a of back to back. He has not been consistent. He's been slightly injury prone. But in 32 minutes, you should be able to put up more than 17 more points. 17 right. points. Come on, man. Like, yeah. do we do we have the clutch gene or not? Do we have the killer instinct or not? Do we want to win a championship or not? I don't care if it's the NBA or if I, I don't care if it's the blacktop at the YMCA. <sighs> You, we all competitors know this. When the game's on the line, every like, no, give me the rock. Nobody else is getting the ball. Mm-hmm. I'm not coming out. How many times have you seen players at, at all phases, at all levels, shoe off the uh, 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 off the coach? No, you're not taking me out right now. Or go to a coach and say, no, I'm guarding him. He's the hot guy. The game's on the line. I'm guarding him. I didn't see that in the stat sheet, and I didn't see that from the highlights that I watched. That AD is taking this shit serious, and I'm not trying to bash AD. I just like, come on, man. I just love guys to compete. I love guys taking advantage of the moment, and I didn't see that. I mean, I don't, I don't know what you expected from him. He has not com- been con- he has not been consistent all season, and it's been problematic because the consistency is necessary for their longevity, for their productivity, especially when LeBron was out. And now that you're coming down the stretch, the game is only going to get harder. The playoffs is a different beast. The game slows down. It's more physical. He just not he just has not been able to produce the consistency. And I've always said when AD is at his best, he's unstoppable. Yeah. But you get that in such small increments throughout the season that it's hard to utilize that skill set that he very much so has at his best because it's such up and down play for him from him and I don't know how anybody can go ahead and as great as LeBron James is I don't know how you can go ahead and have high expectations for this team when an intricate part of their success and their productivity on the court Anthony Davis who the offense runs through is inconsistent. That takes a big chunk away Mm -hmm. from your game, and I don't know how they overcome that when other teams in the West are really starting to click on all cylinders. And then on top of that, Darvin Ham keeps them in. Your starter's in fresh off of a a, a 100-plus game in Utah, (laughs) traveling. You're down 15 points, and why are your starters still in the game? It just is a lot of things there that doesn't make any sense to me. So uh, are you ready to give us your playoff bracket yet no I, I mean, Corey gave it to me <laughs> and when the game the games are almost over there's like two or three games left before the play-in starts a few days later i will have my bracket of what i think the playoffs are going to look like i have to wait for the final seedings to get solidified because there's still some things being worked i didn't out. know you were a woman of excuses <laughs> like i've been asking you for two weeks to give me this early prediction and you keep saying i need i'm not gonna time. give you an early prediction i need to know where everyone's seated in the playoffs i'm not gonna tell make- us Tell us. No. Predict. I'm not That's predicting. That's what makes it even better. <laughs> Ask Nicole Ma said it before everybody else said it. I can't. I got to wait till the, the playoff picture completely irons out. So how, what we have, you say two to three more like games? two or three. So I think, I think another the, week? I think the Suns have three and everyone else, I believe, has two. Well, give us your early prediction of who's going to be the six seed. Is it going to be the Warriors or is it going to be the Lakers? It's going to be the Warriors. Yeah. 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 I guess you did kind of mm, make that, okay. yeah. that decision earlier. All right. Well, you guys want to move on from the NBA? We, we good on the NBA? Outside of uh, Joel and B being the MVP, we can move on, which I told uh, Ashley. You can't respond to it. I'm not, 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 not. All right. All right. So, look, yesterday, guys, Cam Newton, right, our guy Cam Newton explained in a video on his YouTube page that he feels there still aren't 32 quarterbacks better than him. However, 
he goes on to say that he is still open with being a backup. Let's actually look at the clip from the video. All right, so look, then he goes on to list the quarterbacks that he feels he can back up. So he starts with Deshaun Watson, and he says Lamar Jackson, Justin mm -hmm. Fields, Tua Tagovailoa, Malik Willis. And then he also mentions the three you know, top quarterbacks come out of the draft this year, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson. Then he lists Aaron Rodgers, Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, and Sam Howell, the quarterback for the Washington Commanders. Ashley. Brandon, yeah. is Cam Newton's head now in the right spot? Like, what do you make of this list here? Well, first, I mean, before we answer that, I mean, it's, I have a question for Brandon, and mm -hmm. I, I wish D-Jack was here so I could ask him the same thing. But, I mean, it's interesting because Cam went from being on the side of, I'm a starter, I'm a starter, I'm a starter. Yep. Mm -hmm. And not willing to play the backup role because he said it was, in, in so many words, it was beneath him. And I mm -hmm. think back to Carmelo Anthony when he was with the Houston Rockets and they asked him, he had the hoodie on, and they said, mm. who come off the bench? Me? Mm. I ain't coming off the bench. Right. And I wonder as an athlete, you know, Carmelo spoke about this in an interview that he did, and I don't remember the publication, but he basically talks about when being out of the league forced him to reevaluate what he was expecting the league to give him in return yep. and how difficult that conversation was. And I wonder from a football standpoint, how hard is it to go from a starter mm -hmm. and being adamant about being a starter, being out of the league, having an opportunity or a possible opportunity to return and having that conversation with yourself like, I may have to be a backup now. Like, right. how hard is it to make that transition when being a starter is all you've ever known? Right, right. Um, it's everything. It's one of the hardest things because it's your identity. Mm -hmm. You know, we talk about this all the time. You've sit, you've sat with uh, a ton of athletes over uh, the, the last few years your, in your career, um, and I'm sure transition and uh, retirement have, have come up, right, in some of these conversations. It's hard because it's our identity for a lot of us, right? And that's why a lot of our athletes, even entertainers, struggle is because they, they grow up doing one thing their entire life. Mm -hmm. And then it's taken away from you just like that. Now you're faced with this question in, this, in a reality, like, who am I? What do I have? What am I going to do? So when you take a superstar like a Cam Newton and you're saying you are Superman and you've been put on this pedestal your entire life. And now all of a sudden, or it, Carmelo, I'm I'm so glad you brought up Carmelo because doesn't this remind you of the Carmelo? Yeah, exactly like it. You but know, in a couple of years. The NFL landscape, but yeah, for sure. So it's it's extremely difficult uh, for our superstars to go from, you know, being the face of a franchise to now saying, I'm a backup and I'm going to hold a clipboard, right? So this is Cam Newton doing exactly what, uh, Carmelo Anthony had to do. Mm -hmm. He had to go out there publicly and say, no, I'm willing to be the sixth man. No, I'm willing to come off the bench. But also, you know this, athletes are also strategic and smart. Carmelo Anthony was also probably looking at situations like, yeah, I can get in this situation and still be Carmelo Anthony, right? Mm -hmm. Cam Newton's doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. Do you really think, let me pull up this list right now. Do you think 
uh, Cam Newton really want to back up Aaron Rodgers? No. Why? Mm-hmm. Because it's Aaron Rodgers. You, you're you're not going to sniff the field unless it's an in, injury, mm-hmm. which is a big if, right? Because yeah. injury is inevitable in the NFL. But, man, you're talking about a guy that's been hurt three times in his career. He pretty much plays all the time. You don't want to back up him. You don't want to back up Anthony Richardson. Why? Because he's the face of the franchise. He's you. He's, he's the a, new he'd Superman. He's a rookie, though. It don't matter. Rookies not, have growing they, pains. But yes, they do. But what's not going to happen is a team go out there and break their rookie. They're not going to go out there and say, "Here you go, Anthony Richardson." All right. Then you have three bad games, and they pull it away from you. Why? Because they're they're investing in you in the long term in we, your potential. We've seen it happen, though. They did it with Tua. When? When Tua got to the Miami Dolphins, every time he made a mistake, and what happened they after? would pull him and start That's Fitzpatrick right. That's in right. his place. And, what happened, and it though? messed up his confidence. And what happened? The whole offensive staff was fired. And then what happened? <laughs> Why do you think this head coach was gone? There was other things happening, but it came down to Tua. Yes. They, You had the owner for the Miami Dolphins that wanted Tua, and the head coach that didn't, Brian um, Flores. Mm-hmm. Gone. Out of there. But you all right. They, it happened with Zach as well for a little bit. Zach was pulled. It, in some retrospect, it happened with Trey Lance. But you don't want no. No, it didn't happen with Trey. Did Trey, Trey Lance, got no, hurt. I'm sorry, he got hurt. I'm sorry, I'm thinking so, Justin Fields. So, so, Did it so, happen with Justin Fields? He didn't start right away. No, it's not. I'm talking about put him in and pull him out. Like oh, You can't okay. do that. You can't play that game with a face of your franchise. Got you it. just can't do that. So I don't think that Cam Newton wants to be back up Anthony Richardson. I don't think he wants to back up Bryce Young. I don't think he wants to back up C.J. Tr- Stroud. You know who I think uh, Cam has his eyes on? Sam Howell. Come mm-hmm. on, Sam. You think Sam, who, I don't even know. Who is Sam Howell? <laughs> <laughs> For real, seriously, can somebody give me an update on who Sam Howell is? Tua. I think he has his eyes on Tua. Really? Right? Yeah, and, it's, mm-hmm. and, and I'm always going to say this. You know, it's a big deal. Head injuries, trauma, all of that. It's a big thing. And I'm sending nothing but good energy to Tua. But, man, that's a big deal to have three concussions in one year. He's a concussion away from missing a a year or maybe retiring. Cam Newton's probably looking at, man, I can go out there and and, and, and that's a perfect situation. Not a perfect situation. It could be a good situation for I'm surprised by the names on that list of Deshaun Watson and Lamar Jackson. Obviously, Lamar's having his issues with the Ravens and Mm – from a chemistry standpoint of like being homies, it's cat. It'd be dope, but like, bro, like they're the spot. 2.0 version of you. Like no, you're never gonna play. It's cap. He don't want to back them up. Mm-hmm. Cam is sitting here looking at this list. There's three people on this list. Is Cam's like that's where I want to go because I know I, I'll probably play. And Cam, as a competitor, mm-hmm. as Superman, is thinking when I get on the field. Yep. Oh, I ain't giving the ball back. That's what he's thinking. That's mm-hmm. what competitors think. Yep. You don't think Carmelo thought the same thing? Once I get back on the court, I'll come off the bench. But then when I drop 30 on you, you got to play me. So then he's not, he hasn't really, he hasn't really come to terms with the possibility of he's no longer a starter. He's just willing to play the game, play that game to get what he wants, which is to be a starter. So he hasn't really come to terms with the fact that he's probably no longer a starter in the NFL. Well, think about what he said. Go back to the video. You don't have to play it, Mandeville, but go back to the video. He said what? There ain't 32 better than me. So what does that mean? Mm -hmm. I am a starter. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Now, if he came out and said, you know what? Um, I'm in a place in my career where, you know, backing up one of these young guys and giving them everything I know Mm -hmm. is probably the best way I can help any team be successful, win a championship. 
So I'm going to go in and I'm gonna be the best backup that this league has ever seen. That's a different tone. That's a different type of, you know, approach. Now, nah, Cam came out. Cam, look at the outfit. You know the what hat. I'm saying? Fly. He's always fly, though. You pull up on Cam on Atlanta, like, yo, Cam, uh, let's go get some coffee. Meet me over here. Okay, no problem. He coming with his stogie and he coming fully dressed. Like, Cam, we just getting coffee, bro. No, this is what it is. Cam, um, let's go work out. Cam got a whole fit on, and then he got all his workout stuff in the bag. So look at him. Cam fly, Cam fly. But 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 here's the thing though, man. Uh, Cam, the approach is a little bit different. Um, I'm excited for Cam. You know, he's in this phase where he has to decide. You know, if he's going to play and and how he's going to play. Um, if he gets the opportunity, you know, he got a little bit left. He got a little bit left. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. If he gets in the right situation, he got a little bit left, and I think it'll be a great story to be fun to watch. We've seen it when he went back to Carolina. Remember he went back to Carolina? Did that, you it not was tune fun in? for a moment. Right. We was always tuned in like, bit. oh, man. It's and then it went, it went downhill very quickly. Was it quick? It was quick. Okay. It was like, what? It was like two weeks of mm-hmm. Cam back when he went into the camera. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> and then it was like two weeks later, it was like, this is not, right. this is not what we thought it was going to be. All right, so really quick, uh, before we move on. Does Cam play again? If it were just on talent, yes. Come on, Ashley, just stop doing I'm all saying, of that political I'm, stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say no only because I think the NFL is politics, and I think Cam has a reputation, super talented, but not worth, in their mind, everything that comes with him. And I think that at this stage of the game, him being no longer a starter. Yeah teams are less likely to put up with it when you are a lamar jackson not that lamar has the same personality but if lamar jackson had the personality of cam newton a team would deal with it right away because it's the the talent right and that's why cam when cam was in carolina and when he was you know in his prime you were willing to deal with all the extra things that came around it that some people i personally don't mind it that some people minded but now that you're older and you're no longer that guy why should I deal yeah. with the fact that not only are you no longer that guy, but I still got to deal with all of that? Right, right, right. I think that's going to be the wall that he's going to hit with yeah. the NFL. Yeah. Because it's not and, a talent thing. Right. And, Corey, this is what we have to understand, right? Like, there's some players, and it's not all players. Some players can transition into that backup role. Some players can position, uh, transition into the guy that was getting the bulk of the work or the load and pause um, and then going into a – I got to say it. <laughs> What? I gotta say, I wasn't even pause. thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> Some players can make that transition into not being the guy or the girl, right? And so um, some general managers and head coaches and owners look at superstars. Superstars, you're either a superstar or you don't play, mm-hmm. right? I think there's going to be a situation out there that a coach has a real conversation with Cam and say, Cam, we're going to do this, but you're a backup, right? Mm-hmm. And if you get your opportunity, I'm going to have a per- the perfect package for you. And whatever coach does that is a smart coach because we've seen it year in and year out. A team is riding high. A team is playing well. And then all of a sudden your starter go down. And now you go from being the first seed to now you the third seed. Now you go from being getting a bye to now you got to play wild card weekend. Now you go from being on a five, six game winning streak to now you're on a three, four, five game Mm -hmm. losing streak, right? The most valuable position to me 
on the, on the roster is the backup quarterback if you have a good roster. And Cam Newton, would you not want Cam Newton as your backup? I'll take him in Dallas. That's a, yeah. but I don't like the. I don't oh, like, I have Cooper Rush. Oh, I can't take him in Dallas. Any good team, any contender should be looking at Cam as a backup. Any good team, any contender should be looking at Cam Newton as a backup. The most valuable position on a contending roster is the backup quarterback. We've seen it last year. They were able to hold it down. Gardner Mitchell had to come in and relieve what? Jalen Hurts. He was able to hold it down just for a little bit. We've mm-hmm. seen this year in and year out. Your quarterback can go down any minute, and that's the worst thing in the world is having your quarterback go down, and then all of a sudden you look over and you got um, – Give me a name, a quarterback. Dak Prescott. No, I, I, I ain't going to throw nobody in the bus. But then you got this slap sitting there warming up. You're like, man, we ain't got no chance. And then uh, you go uh, go into the new week, Ashley. You're in a new week. Now you got a whole week to prepare. Don't nobody got juice in the building with that backup quarterback if he ain't no good. They're like, man, we ain't got no chance. We're going against Aaron Rodgers. We ain't got no chance. We're going against Lamar Jackson. We, you know you don't have a chance. So, Hey, man. I had Cooper Rush magic, so I'm good. Cooper Rush, but you was nervous. You I was, was nervous. I remember this. I wasn't just nervous. I was shitting bricks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I said, I walked into that season, and I was feeling good, and I was like, hell yeah. You know, we almost beat the 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 Bucks the season before opening, and I'm like, yo, it's a new season. We here. Dak's healthy. I got my guys. It's go time, baby. I swear to God, when Dak went down, I said, why does God hate us? Why is God... God, not a Cowboys right, fan. Right. And then when it was like when the when it came back, how long Dak was gonna be out? Mm. I said, "It's over." We did something. Jerry did something in his past life to piss off the universe because this is just not making sense. <laughs> Cooper Rush came out. He started slinging that ball, and I said, "Okay." Yeah. This might not be too bad. We win one. Quick. I said, okay, we, we got a win. We win another one. I said, oh, it's go time. Let's go, Cooper Rush. <laughs> I almost bought a Cooper Rush jersey and everything. I was and, feeling it. And what happened? Remember, all you guys had the juice back. The energy was back. And it put the Cowboy Cowboy Nation in a dilemma. A frenzy. No, 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 time, no out, time, out, time out, time out, time out, time out. Come on, time, time, out. time out. There was no conversation. No Should we even real, bring, let that come back? No real Cowboys fan was having that conversation. That was a hot take that people were throwing at that. Do the Cowboys need Dak? And is Cooper Rush the starter? Mm-hmm. Cooper Rush is not a starting quarterback in the NFL. Be for real. Like, I, I, I get it. He had a great couple of games, but that was one of the most asinine conversations I heard that season. Like, be for real. Mm-hmm. Okay. Come right. on now. All right, so we're going to move on, but how about we just stay on the con- the, the topic of con- – uh, excuse me. Wait, real quick. We got a shout-out. We got okay, over okay. 500 people in the chat today watching the show live. I feel, like, so. I feel like we should take some questions at some point in the show. Yeah. Let's do it. Can we do that, yeah, Nagin and JP? Yeah, if y'all have questions, Definitely drop them in the chat, sure. and we can uh, – we'll answer them later yeah. on in the show. And I just want to say thank you guys for coming back and, and rocking with Paper Route. You know, it's a new show for us. We're six weeks in. Um, you know, we're 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 doing some good things. We're we have some challenges that we're we're working through, but we're doing it together. So make sure that you uh, continue to send in your comments and and all your suggestions. Um, haters are welcome. They are. It makes the conversation better. It mm-hmm. does, right? Indeed. It makes the conversation. I love when I see people talk about me in the chat. Yeah. You talk too much. 
You cut off Ashley too much. I cut off Brandon. We cut off each other. Yeah. Why are they yelling? Why does she talk so much with her hands? Why does her head move so much? Oh, Love you guys. So, yeah, no, definitely. Ask us questions. Ask us questions. So, yeah, as I was saying, we're going to stay on the conversation of quarterbacks, right? So, with the help of SpotTrack.com, we're going to take a look at the projected market value for a few quarterbacks next in line for contract extensions, right? So, if we take a look at the graphic that we have. You'll notice that the majority of the quarterbacks on this list are from the 2020 uh, draft class, with the exception of Lamar Jackson. So really projected to bring in the most money right now, you'll see Jalen Hurts, right? Six years, $265 million, with an annual average value of uh, around 44.2. And you got Joe Burrow, around $44 million a year. You got Justin Herbert projected to make $42.4 million a year. And then you got Lamar Jackson. Projected to make 40.7. Now, this uh, list is in order, of course, in, in value of contract. But what I wanted to point out, right, is that all four of these quarterbacks are projected to make less than $50 million a year, right? You got Aaron Rodgers. He's making $50 million a year. You got Russell Wilson, $48 million a year. Kyler Murray, $46 million a year. So I wanted to ask you guys, Brandon, I'll start with you. Are these quarterbacks worth, worth more than $50 million a year, all of them? Uh, absolutely. And, and I got to be very careful with my words right now, because this could turn into a Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson type debate, value, et cetera, et cetera. Ashley, mm -hmm. please listen to what I'm saying right I'm now. <laughs> okay. All right. Because we got caught up in this whole thing around Deshaun. Why was he, uh, you know, and, and you weren't hating or Corey wasn't hating, but it was like, well, why did he get what he got? Mm -hmm. And my whole thing is that because he's a quarterback. And when a quarterback, whether you are, you know, number one that year or number seven that year, you dictate the terms when you're available. So when I look at this list, right, and you talk about are these quarterbacks deserving of, you said $50 million a year or million. more than what they're, what, what they, what, what do they're you say, stat pro projection? Spot, spots track. Spot, spot track. track, got them here. This is too low. You tell me, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray is making – it's going to make $46 million, uh, 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 $46 million this year. Can yeah. we throw that graphic back up? You mean to tell me Lamar Jackson? Oh, my goodness. This is so disrespectful. Why do they keep disrespectful? Not even here do they have Lamar, like, even close to his value. But you don't think Lamar Jackson should be paid more than Kyler Murray? Even Justin Herbert, Joe, Joe Burrow? Joe Burrow can reset the whole market. Yeah. $44 million? Now, I can see this happening with Joe Burrow and Jalen Hurts because they're still young and they may come out and say, you know what, I'm going to take a little bit less so I can keep the guys around me. We still have to pay uh, uh, Smith. We still have to pay um, Joe Burrow's looking at uh, T. Higgins. He's looking at uh, Chase, Chase Young, Chase, uh, who, who, who's the, receiver, the receiver, Joe Jamar Burrow's. Chase, Jamar, Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. Chase. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right? So – this is disrespectful. Um, all these quarterbacks should be pushing uh, to $50 million because on the open market, they're going to reset the market. Mm -hmm. Ashley, you have thoughts on this one? Um, I mean, yeah, I think open market resets the market. I agree with Brandon. I think obviously it's going to be interesting to see who gets paid, how much they get paid because – Going back to the Deshaun Watson thing, I think that has scared a lot of NFL owners 
into even having conversations with quarterbacks because that is going to be the gauge for a lot of these guys whether they like it or not Mm -hmm. the minute that was paid to him it reset the market and that is now the starting point the jumping board for all these other quarterbacks that are looking to get paid they're looking at him Mm -hmm. and saying well he's been he was out of the league for a year he got paid that this is what i did while he was out this is what i have done since then this is what I want. Yeah. I think it's going to be interesting what, you know, negotiations and things like that look like when it's time for these quarterbacks to start getting paid mm-hmm. because I truly think that NFL owners are extremely shook yeah. about where this market is headed right. and what these guys are looking to get paid. Yeah. I'm excited yeah. to see like which quarterback gets extended first and what that actual contract looks like. But guys, guess what? We got questions from the people. Ooh. Yeah. yeah this might be the best part of our show. Honestly, honestly. I like questions. No, this yeah. first question is, is actually, <laughs> it should be a good one. Oh, Lord. Can Cam play tight end? Ooh. Yes, Cam can play tight end. But yeah. again, it goes back to the same <laughs> thing that we talked about. Um, you're, you're asking a guy, a superstar, you know, that's won MVP in this league to go from starting to back up that's hard and now you're going to ask him to play tight end a whole that's, different position yeah that's impossible <laughs> but yes he can play tight end yes he can play uh safety yes he can play you know i'm not going to say slide I, I can see him playing tight end in a safety position strong safety position for sure he's an you athlete know, he's a cam knew that safety would be crazy that'd be a large human at safety all right, Corey, what else you got? <laughs> All right, next one. Should Cam go to Buffalo and back up Josh Allen? I think I think the Bills, I know nothing has really come out and, and the speculation and we're just kind of, you know, using or I'm just kind of using what, you know, you witnessed on the sidelines during the playoffs um, to kind of make a prediction, a hypothesis, if you will. I don't think Cam needs to be there because I think there's a lot going on there already. Mm -hmm. I don't think they need another distraction. I don't think they need somebody coming in, you know, with this large personality. They need to figure out what's wrong, why they can't get over the hump as a unit. I don't think you need to bring anybody else into that equation because they have some issues there. Josh Mm -hmm. Allen, Stephon Diggs, got to get on the same page. He clearly seems to be very unhappy, as you saw on the sidelines during that game against the Bengals. They they got to figure out what the what the roadblock is, and they can't do that with a, a new pieces coming into the mix. They got to leave that situation mm-hmm. alone. Yeah, let's make sure we're like I want to know who we're talking to. Where are you guys from? What's mm-hmm. your name, please? I need to know your name and where you're from. So when you yeah, I got a name for our next question. Okay, but, thank but yeah, you so Cam, much. Cam the Buffalo. What you think? Uh, Cam the Buffalo. I don't like Cam the Buffalo because mm-hmm. if I'm Cam and I'm strategic, I'm trying to find a situation that I can sneak my way into the starting lineup through injury or a guy performing bad, right? So there's some guys out there, uh, the commanders, um, Miami, you know, um, where guys could potentially go down or they can play bad. I'm not saying Tua's going to play bad. Uh, Actually, Tua, he was one of the best quarterbacks um, last year, like super efficient. I mean, the dude was just on point, and that's why it's so unfortunate the way things transpired last year with him and his head. And hopefully, you know, we don't see that happen again, right? Because you want our guys to be safe. Like, I'm okay with guys going down uh, with an ankle, a knee, hell, ACL, hip. I, I'm cool with all that. Broken bones, that's that's what comes with it. Um, and also, the head injuries come with it as well. But that could be mm-hmm. life-changing. You know, you don't want that, right? I think 
Cam as a star. I mean, because last time I checked, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think they have a quarterback yet. <clears throat> if they don't go after Lamar, Cam in Atlanta could be cool, man. Oh. Also, Cam in in in, in Baltimore. You I know, think Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta. Well, Atlanta's no. one of those teams right now that kind of is like you don't have too high expect. They're like a middle of the road team. No, right they now. like their quarterback, and I was out there with them a couple. Who's weeks their quarterback ago. again? Uh, what's that? What's his name? Is, we're talking about Atlanta, right? Yeah, yes. Riddler. Desmond Riddler. They like him, oh. and yeah. he he may be like that. I'm telling you guys right now. Yeah, you don't want Cam in Atlanta as a backup because that's too many too much attention. He's yeah, from there. It's a lot. Yeah, if he's yeah, not the right. starter, he, he can't go. Too, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You can. I can see Cam Newton. I can see Cam Newton going to Baltimore. That could be a good fit. They already they they set up the team. They set up the team already for a guy like that. You know, I think Lamar is more dynamic at this point of his career. But it could be good because if Lamar's going out, you put Cam in, great backup, and then he could potentially see himself in the starting lineup. What are the you optics the general of that? Manager, you had the general manager come at, come out uh, yesterday and say, uh, "What that we're open to taking a, a quarterback in the first round? It's not off the table." So that shows exactly where Lamar and the Baltimore Ravens are at. Well, to, well, to stay on Cam, we got another question. Demetrius Do asked, should Cam be open to playing in the XFL to build up his reps and come back to the no. NFL stronger? No. Hey, XFL has been playing some good football, though. I've yeah. peeped some of those games. I like the storylines in them. You see some guys who kind of got lost in the mix in the NFL, and they're getting some you know, new life in the XFL. It's not terrible football, so I don't know if that's – it's not like a, a drastic decline, mm, um, yeah. but I don't know if Cam would be willing to do that. All right, that. I got another one. This is from TJ Strickland. Is Jalen Hurts a top five quarterback in the league? Number two. Top five quarterback? I said he is currently right. Um, Yeah, because for me it would go Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Joe Burrow, probably Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen would be like my five if I had yeah. to round them out. So, yeah, it's top five for sure. All yeah. right, I want to be clear here. Two different conversations. One answer. I mean, one question. So, top five quarterback. I'm st- I'm a general manager. I could pick from anybody in the league. He may not make the top five. But when we look at, what have you done for me lately? He's number two. He's number two. Two different conversations. A guy could be the MVP one year, and he can flame out the next year. What's his name? Jamal Murray in a bubble. Jamal Murray in the bubble, he could have been MVP, lights out, 40 every other night. And then all of a sudden, the next two years, where is he at, right? So two different conversations. Ashley Nicole Moss and I have this conversation all the time, right? We got to look at what have you done for me lately. So Jalen Hurts right now is number two. He was in the Super Bowl, had a phenomenal year. But if you're sitting back as a general manager and you ask me the question, hey, Brandon, who are you picking with the number one overall pick, or who are you trading for? You got Patrick Mahomes out there. You have Aaron Rodgers still out there. You have Josh Allen. You have Lamar Jackson. You have Joe Burrow. You have Justin Herbert. You have so many other guys out there. I really like Jalen. And right now he's number two off of the what have you done for me lately side of it. And then as far as the global conversation, He's probably seven. Mm, mm. All right. Well, you ready to get messy? You okay there? Why you sit, sit up? <laughs> I never, no. I never want to have that this conversation this, this with him one, ever again. I swear I don't. I think, <laughs> I think it's too complex. This question to make us sit up, Brandon Cutler or Fitzpatrick? Oh, Tank, Tank wants to know. Tank wants to know. 
Cutler or Fitzpatrick? Where is Tank from? I, we didn't, I don't think we got a location. <laughs> Why does <right>. it matter? <laughs> Answer the question. Um, give me a situation, Ashley. Okay. Games on the line, 20-yard line. <laughs> that was literally what I was thinking. It's 60 <laughs> seconds left on the clock. Which quarterback do you want? Give me another situation. Nope. Which quarterback <laughs> are you taking? Tough. Jay Cutler, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Games on the line. You're at 20 yard line. 60 seconds left on the clock. You have to. You have to get a touchdown and win. A field goal is not going to cut it. Mm-hmm. Which quarterback are you taking? Jay Cutler. This is tough because Ryan like, Fitzpatrick. We, we've seen both of these quarterbacks, you know, throughout their career, um, make big plays in those moments and also make terrible plays in those moments, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's 50-50 there with guys being <laughs> able to take advantage of that, that clutch moment. I think where Ryan Fitzpatrick has the advantage is up here. And Jay Cutler is super smart. That's why it's always uh, sad when I think about our career and our journey together. Because when, I talk, when you talk about arm talent, mm-hmm. dude is special. You talk about him being an athlete, he's special. I put Jay Cutler up there, and I ain't going to even name some names because I don't want to get flamed in the chat. But I put Jay Cutler up there with some of the greatest athletes I've ever been around. He can hit a baseball. He can play golf. He can dunk the basketball. He can shoot. Mm-hmm. He can do everything, right? So from an athlete perspective, next level, hell, you can put him on the defensive side. He grew up playing safety. Mm-hmm. And then from an IQ standpoint, the dude is – he's like – like he's hes super smart. A lot of – I always wanted to say genius, but that's going too far. A lot of the books that I read – the things that I do now is because of Jay Cutler. I walk into the facility, see him sitting at the cafeteria. What, what are you reading? You're reading a book on parenting. You're reading a book on this. You're reading a book on food. Reading, like, he's super smart. And then even on football, it just comes so natural. But then Ryan Fitzpatrick, it's next level. So mm. you're taking Fitzpatrick. Yeah, I'm taking Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, the, the, chat, the chat is saying Cutler. Nah, it ain't. Down. Let me tell you why. Because it's equal when it comes to, you know, we're in a big we're in a big we're in a big moment right now. Okay, you gave me the scenario. Do Ryan or Jay make the play yes or not? Yes or no? Okay, it's let's 50-50. Let me change let me change the conversation. Let me let me add another layer to the conversation. Same scenario. So 20 um under 60 seconds left on the clock, you're on the 20-yard line. You need a touchdown to win it. You're in the game. Mhm. Which quarterback do you want? Jay Cutler or Ryan Fitzpatrick? I'm going to go with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Still. Okay. Let me tell you why. 2000, 2007, mm-hmm. we're in Denver. I want to say it may have been like, it was, I know it was a nighttime game, so I don't know. I think it was maybe like Sunday night football. Mm-hmm. Playing against the Buffalo Bills. And I'm the guy. And Jay Cutler knows I'm the guy. He made me the guy. Helped mm-hmm. me make, make me be the guy. And uh, same scenario. He threw it to Brandon Stokely three times in a row mm. and i never talked to I was, well the last year i talked to jay like this it was the first time when in our early career that i went up to him i said bro don't ever do that again <laughs> so what are you doing like i'm over here one-on-one i don't give a damn even if it was two guys on me throw the damn ball up you went to brandon stokely who i love he taught me how to play the slot position he's a legend but we threw it to brandon stokely three times in a row they went like blitz zero so he was. They they thought they had something in the middle. Like it's again. Let's go with the play. Mm-hmm. Ain't the play. It's uh, come on. Just throw it up. Mm-hmm. Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know what I did? Like there's a, a a big moment we were playing for the Jets, and we had to win the last couple to get in. 
and we're playing it. No, we're playing against the Giants. Mm-hmm. Games on the line, and the, breaking the huddle. I told Quincy, I said, Quincy, you go to X, I'm going to go to Z, because if I go to X on the short side of the field, it's easy for them to double me. I'm going to go out to the wide side of the field. You, We never throw fade routes to the wide side of the field. Same scenario. Mm-hmm. I'm doing all of this as we're breaking the huddle. We got 20 seconds to do this. I said, Ryan, I'm going over here. They're not going to be able to double me here. Just throw the damn fade ball. Mm-hmm. What did he do? He threw the fade ball. We win. Mm. We win. That's why I'm going with Ryan, because Ryan's like, you know what? This is what I'm doing. I'm going to my guy. Jay Cutler was like that in a lot of ways, too. But sometimes Jay, even in whether practice or games, Jay would, like, if you piss Jay off. Oh, he would take it out on you in the game. Let me tell you what he would do. <laughs> Say something to Jay, piss him off, especially with me. I'll run a beautiful route. He'll throw it in the dirt. He'll Damn. Throw it in the dirt. Or. Petty Cutler. Or, or, Petty Cutler. Or or he, he knows this play is meant for me against cover one mm. i beat the guy he'll throw it to the other side of the field oh, in practice <laughs> in practice uh eli manning did that to me once before too and i was like <laughs> i was playing for the giants um one of my and we got to ask him this question he said he's gonna come on the show um i was new i was trying to learn the timing of everything and it was just like they had this special route and uh it was all about timing and I just couldn't get it down in the first couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And so what he would do is he would he would stay on his time. He wasn't going to, you know, compromise and sit there and wait for me to get mm-hmm. my feet right. So he would throw it in the dirt. He said, that's the timing. That's the timing. He kept throwing the dirt. He'd get it. That's the timing. That's the timing. I was like, crazy. damn, bro. Like, you're <laughs> me out here. But anyways, uh, thanks. Thank you guys for taking me down memory lane. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. What's up, y'all? The Home Depot Retool Your School program is back on the yard and back at it again, bringing up to $150,000 in campus improvement grants to help upgrade and uplift your favorite HBCU campuses. Not only is Retool Your School partnering with HBCUs, but it's also inviting you to join by voting online only at retoolyourschool.com vote. You can vote as many times as you want, as often as you want, whenever you want, now through March 24th. If you want to support change across HBCU campuses, all you have to do is vote. So keep doing, keep building, and keep supporting HBCUs at retoolyourschool.com slash vote. Retool your school powered by purpose. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. 
This is Brandon Marshall from I Am Athlete here to talk about my favorite go-to Britty meal that I can't always enjoy because the carb fear is real. But carb-heavy foods are often the ones we love most. But Hero Bread makes those same delicious favorites free of consequences and compromises. Zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and high in fiber, delicious and flavorful. The soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a refreshing, maybe, peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Savory breakfast burrito or mouthwash watering cheeseburger something for every craving including sliced bread loaves buns and tortillas monthly small drops of indulgence favorites like the two gram net carb hero croissant or the one gram net carb hero cheddar biscuit don't give up on being a bread hit hero bread is offering 10 percent off your order go to hero.co and use code athlete at checkout that's athlete at h-e-r-o.co hurry and get 10 percent off your order when you use athlete at h-e-r-o Listen, over 650 people in the chat now. We got more questions, Corey? Yeah, yeah. But before we hop into Factor Foods, I definitely want to hit you with another one. So, uh, Ashley, this one's for you. It's from Marlon. Do you see the Knicks getting out of the first <laughs> round of the playoffs? Um, Yeah, I think we have a good chance. I think there's a good opportunity for – I definitely think there's a good opportunity for us. I think this is a, a, a solid team. I think we're going to match up well against the Cavs. It's going to be a dogfight. Mm-hmm. Um. It's going to be interesting. I think I think the key factor is the kind of game we allow Donovan Mitchell to have when he comes to New York. I think when you go to Cleveland, you're going to expect some home calls and you're playing in your own arena. And, you know, it's going to be hard to win on the road in a playoff atmosphere, especially for the Cavs who haven't been there yeah. in a while since the LeBron era, I believe. So um, you got to defend home court by any means necessary. And I think if the Knicks can do that, I think this series goes six. I think it even goes seven, depending wow. on you know, how, what version of the Knicks show up. If they play their game for four quarters, they play on both ends of the court, defense, offense. Julius keeps his temper under control, quickly has a great game. Jalen Brunson has a great game. You know, everyone's firing all cylinders. There's a good chance. So Let, let me ask you this question. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, you're a big fan of uh, Spider Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Can I, is it Spider or Spider? Spider. No. But, okay, how does he spell it? Spider. Spider. Okay. S P I D A. Sound corny saying Spider Mitchell. Spider Mitchell. So you're you're a big fan of Spider Mitchell, mm-hmm. and you're a big fan of Julius Randle. I am. Games on the line. Who are you taking? Who's Julius what? Randle. I'm a Knicks fan. Yeah, but take the bias out of it. Oh, you mean if I had to like take mm-hmm. my own like if I if I game could have, seven if I could have either one of them game on my seven. team who would game, I rather have g- game seven. Wait, are you asking if I could have which one I could have on my team who I'd rather have in a game seven yep. scenario? Oh, Donovan Mitchell. Okay. For sure. Okay, I like that. Yeah, but That's he's not bold. a Knicks, so I'm That's going bold. Julius Randle. That's bold. That's bold. Okay. Yeah. So you really think that the Knicks have a chance against the Cavs? I think that there's a. It depends on what version the Knicks of the Knicks show up. If it's the Knicks that play four quarters of basketball mm-hmm. and don't allow the game to get away from them to the point that they're playing catch up. I think that it can be a very interesting series. Mm-hmm. I think if it's the Knicks team that defends home court, I think it can. it's not going to be the wash that people think it is. The right. Knicks have a solid young bench. Um, I think Tibbs' rotations are going to have to adhere to the, the flow of the game. He has to go in there not just thinking about the game plan he prepped with, but the game plan he's going to have to adjust with, and that's yeah. one of the strikes against him. Yeah. Okay. I don't think it's going to be a wash. I think the Knicks have a good chance. Yeah. I think if any t- if you wanted any matchup 
for the Knicks in the first round. The two teams that they match up best with out of all the teams that are going to be in the playoffs are Philly and Cleveland. Mm-hmm. It's going to be an interesting one. Yeah, no, no, I agree. I think it's going to be a great series. All right, guys, let's move on. We're going to move on to our Factor Foolish segment. So remember, I'm going to read these guys a statement. They got to determine whether it's Factor Foolish, but then give their explanation why. So to start it off, and let me give you some context first. So yesterday, Ravens, uh, the GM, Eric DaCosta, right, he, he was speaking to media, and a reporter had asked him a question regarding Lamar Jackson. He immediately shut it down and said he was only there to talk about the draft. Right, so my question for you guys. Baltimore Ravens draft a quarterback in the first round. Factor foolish. I'm not discussing this cluster <laughs> F of a team anymore. I, I just can't. Mm. Um, I will say... If they draft a quarterback in the first round, it's F the Baltimore Ravens for life. Like the audacity. Like how dare you? Mm. So, um I, I don't care. I don't care. Like that's my answer. I don't give a damn. <laughs> Pay Lamar or get out my face. That's all I care about. Like Listen, um if they But were it would doing, be foolish. If they were doing good business I say fact. I say foolish. Let me tell you why. If if they do good business, Lamar Jackson gets traded in the first round, right, which gives the Baltimore Ravens more firepower to move up or be in perfect position to go get one of these younger uh, quarterbacks, whether it's C.J. Uh, Richardson. Like, I don't know what their position would be um, and who's going to take who at the fir- or the, who the Carolina Panthers are going to take with the number one overall pick. I think that the Baltimore Ravens trade – Lamar Jackson before the draft, like we're talking about a day or two before the draft or on opening night. Do they even have a high enough pick to draft a quarterback in the first round? What pick are they? But they, they, that's, 13. That's what it, 22. 22. 22. My, They're not my, getting my a mistake. quarterback at 22. Yeah, it's but possible. no, listen. But it's if you, hooker but, Okay, so right now he's what? He, he was hit with a non-exclusive, which means mm-hmm. that a team that wants Lamar Jackson, they have to give up two number ones. So with those two number ones, now you have – well, you'll have two, but you can also use uh, future compensation and, and future drafts as well if you mm-hmm. want to do it. But they'll have that the firepower power to be able to move up in a draft to get their guy. I don't see Lamar Jackson playing for the Baltimore Ravens again. It's gone too far. It's Lamar Jackson not even against – and I said this last week – not just against the, the Ravens, it's the NFL – how the hell do you have six teams come out and say that need a quarterback? Say we're out. We've never seen that before, right? What what happened was these owners, these general managers, got in the room mm-hmm. and said, "Look, this isn't about Lamar Jackson. This is about the quarterback market." Because you have, and you can throw that list up again if you want to, uh, Manderville. You have all of these other quarterbacks that are coming up. Do we want to be in a position where we're now getting guy, uh, giving guys 50, 60, 70 million dollars a year? And guess what happens if you do that? And, and before I move on to, the, to my next point, keep that up. Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow could break the damn, not the bank. But the damn stock exchange, if he really wanted to, mm-hmm. Joe Burrow can potentially easy, easy. He can easily go past fifty million dollars a year. 
So if you got Joe Burrow making, let's say, 55 or 60, Jalen Hurts doing the same, Justin Herbert who can do it, Lamar Jackson should have already gotten it. If you have these young quarterbacks in position to do that, to push it far, uh, uh, farther, what do you think is going to happen to the defensive end market? What do you think is going to happen to the left tackle market? What do you think is going to happen to the wide receiver market? Right? We saw that last year with Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald said, I am the best player in the NFL. I need to be paid as such. And that was a whole thing. Should Aaron Donald be paid quarterback uh, quarterback money? I personally think he should have. I personally think he is the best uh, player in the, in, in the NFL, mm-hmm. which means he should be making what uh, Aaron Rodgers is making. So this is bigger than Lamar Jackson. It's not just Lamar Jackson versus the Ravens in the NFL. It's, look, Lamar Jackson in quarterbacks. Because Lamar Jackson on the open market, and this is why, you know, we got into this big debate and you cooked me because of my words wasn't right. You're more of a wordsmith than I am. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's like Deshaun Watson. Like Deshaun was able to go out there and get what he got because there was a team out there that was quarterback needy and they were desperate. And and I, 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 I can assure you this. There's other owners out there that's ready to go, right? The commander's new ownership that's coming in, whether it's uh, Magic Johnson um, and his group or if it's Jeff Bezos. Mm-hmm. You don't think Jeff Bezos or Magic Johnson wants to come in and win now? It's an, which is Which is insane to me because you think about it, the Ravens have the 22nd pick or the 23rd, was it the 22nd, Corey, in the draft? But they, I, I think they yeah. also have multiple picks in other rounds via mm-hmm. trade. So you had the ammunition to build a team that was conducive to help Lamar Jackson make some noise for you. You had the most, you had the hardest piece to find, and that is a franchise quarterback. You had that piece. That is like steps ahead of what other most teams are trying to find their franchise guy. You had yours. Mm. You had the picks to build the team. It is so ass backwards that like you're doing it the hard way. And now you're talking about potentially drafting a quarterback that's not going to be a Lamar Jackson. Lamar knows that offense. That offense has been constructed around Lamar Jackson. You are unnecessarily starting from zero. It is the most asinine way of 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 constructing a football team that I think I have seen in a very long. Yep. It makes zero sense to me. Yes and no, Ashley. And no, H- here's way? why: because you got to think about the people who are in the rooms. Mm-hmm. They're not players. They're not fans. Um, they're not even really football guys. But they're business and, and guys. That exactly. Sh- and that what should does, be. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And what does business people look at? The numbers. That's it. KPIs and metrics. Like, what does the data say? That's what all these companies ran. What does the data say? You know what the data says? The data says that when you invest in a quarterback, Mm -hmm. your team goes to shit. Right? Because, and and what I mean by go to shit. Do they still have PTSD from Joe Flacco? Like, I'm confused. What does that mean? It's not just Joe Flacco. When you put all of your money, and this is an excuse, Mm -hmm. and it is an excuse. Well, some people look at the numbers, and then there's some people use this at the table, use this. Uh, to, to 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 gain the leverage, but yeah, you seen when 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 the Seattle Seahawks gave Russell Wilson uh, all this money, they weren't able to pay Cam and this guy and that guy, and had to they had to break up the Legion of Boom. They went from uh, starting off the uh, as a dynasty or potentially becoming a dynasty, back to back Super Bowls, winning a Super Bowl, and now look at them, they're just a good team, right? You look at some of these uh, you know Super Bowl uh, champions. 
I believe Patrick Mahomes, when he won his first one, he was under his rookie on his rookie deal. Okay, but Patrick Mahomes and we we spoke I about know, we spoke no, about this when it happened. That was an anomaly. That hardly it's ever not happened. though. It, it's not, that listen, hardly ever happens that your rookie quarterback wins you a hold Super Bowl. Hold on. Okay, let's say go to the Super Bowl then, because you are okay. right there. But Jalen Hurts was in the Super Bowl last year. Who else was in the Super Bowl the year before? Joe Burrow was in the Super Bowl, right? But we're also not. But it's also unfair comparisons because look at Joe Burrow for example. Joe Burrow, yes, Joe Burrow has done, <coughs> excuse me, a lot in the early part of his career with a team that was not conducive for him to win. The offensive line was atrocious. He goes into that front office and says, I need an offensive line. What do they do? They get him an offensive line. They get him the protection. Patrick Mahomes went into a situation that was constructed beautifully for his success. Jalen Hurts. But, hold on, but, but see what you just said. It was constructed beautifully. Why? Because they were able to take the resources and the money to invest in those other But that positions. was pre-Patrick Mahomes. So, like, Patrick Mahomes went into a situation where he was able to shine because that team was drastically better than what Lamar has in Baltimore. Mm -hmm. Even in Philly, that's a drastic – it's more talent there for Jalen Hurts to make something happen with than Lamar has in, in Baltimore. So, while, yes – from a business standpoint, you're looking at the numbers, but the numbers also don't tell the whole story. You can't expect someone to make lemonade with apples. Like you're not giving him the ingredients he needs to make success. Now, this is the same thing. This is the same argument that I had about Tua. When everyone was writing Tua off, I said, but the Dolphins have not surrounded him with the pieces necessary to make him to help him win. Now, if you do that and he still falls short of, of the goalpost, then you start looking at it, this may not yeah. be our guy because look at everything he has and he still can't get it done. To rate Lamar's success or lack thereof based on a team that's not conducive to help him win is unfair. So yeah. while, yes, the numbers may not 100% be in his favor, there's a bigger story there that constantly gets ignored. What have the Ravens done to make sure that he's in a position to win? They haven't. So you're saying, oh, we're not going to pay this guy in so many words because he hasn't produced. But what have you done to help him produce? Nothing. Yeah. There's two sides to the story, and it's unfair that the gr the brunt of it falls on him when he can't make something happen that's not there. Yeah. Well, listen, just so I don't get flamed here. <laughs> <laughs> I am in full support. Me too. Of Lamar Jackson, and I think they should pay him. But that is the argument, mm -hmm. um, and that's how they approach it, right? They look at it that way, man. We're gonna have to, we're gonna give what twenty five percent of our of 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 our resources of the cap space go to this one player, right? Can we potentially, right, have a phenomenal coach, and have a great defense, right? Everybody wants to go defense, defense. Everybody also understands that, you know, the league is a passing league now, so they're looking at these gurus and they are looking at quarterbacks, but they're looking at man. Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, some of these guys that were able to do it on their rookie deals because it, it gives you <coughs> more flexibility. And even with Jalen Hurts. And, and you know who else did it? The Rams did it too. Remember, they did that with uh, Jared Goff. Jared Goff led them to – they went to the Super Bowl with Jared Goff, right? Yes. No, They yes. went and lost. Yes, yes. No, right? the Rams won the Super Bowl. Not with Jared Goff. Yes, they did. Jared Goff won it. They didn't win two. Oh no, I'm sorry, no, Matthew Stafford. Matthew, Matthew Stafford. Stafford. Yeah, yeah, I'm lying. But did I'm they lying. go? Did they go? Please help they me. They went. In the they chat? went with Goff and lost. You know what? I was, but they won with Stafford. Correct. Yeah. Yes, right. that's what happened. He was on his rookie deal, right? 
I golf? Think he, I think golf was on his rookie deal when he led him to the Super Bowl. Can please any anybody? You know what? But Instead I will hiring, say, even even look at look at even in the situation. Go back to what you said about Jalen Hurts. He was able to do it on his rookie deal. But even Jalen Hurts, and this was one of the things that people said were questioning if he was a franchise quarterback, which was unfair about him too, because the earlier part of Jalen Hurts' career as a rookie. The Eagles did not ha- did not have the talent for him to succeed with. It wasn't until what they restructured, built up that Jalen Hurts was able to cook. So it's crazy it to too. me. It's crazy to me that we have seen what has happened when a rookie quarterback is in a situation where the pieces aren't there and it it hinders his success. And then we see what happens when you give him pieces to work with, how it elevates mm-hmm. his career and his game. How all of when we talk about the Lamar Jackson situation in Baltimore, everybody forgets those scenarios that we have seen play out time and time again. It's not abnormal. It happened with Jalen Hurts. It happened with Tua. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes was in a was in an anomaly of a situation, but it happens. It's just it's crazy to me that this Lamar Jackson situation, everyone gets amnesia and acts like they've never seen this happen before. Right. right. Yeah. All right. All right, guys, moving on. So we're going to go to our next statement. So as you guys know, the Washington Commanders franchise is up for sale, right? And <clears throat> currently the leading bidder is Magic Johnson and also uh, investor Josh Harris. Their group have submitted a bid for $6 billion for the franchise, right? But now an unnamed person, right, who claims to be very close to Daniel Snyder told Theodore Schlafer of Puck News, if you're telling me that Bezos puts in a bid that's $250 million more than anybody else, Dan won't take that, you're smoking dope. Now, mind you, this is an unnamed person. He said Dan will give Bezos a piggyback ride around the building on opening day next year for an additional $250 million. Can now bring the price to $6.25 billion. Factor foolish. Jeff Bezos buys the Washington Commanders. They said they'll probably um, decide on who they'll sell the the franchise to by May. Mm. So, factor foolish. Well, I have a question. Can Uh he buy the command i mean i don't know what the red tape is but with amazon owning thursday night football can he buy the commanders Ooh, that's is that a conflict of interest like that's how can good. you own a day of the week of the nfl and also Ooh, own a team that, mm. yeah, that is an interesting question so i don't know if that even allows him to be in the running i mean i i would well, have to, i would have to like that's what my, i would have to look into that but i feel like that's a conflict of interest know. it's a great question uh, but i would i would i would think that um he wouldn't be able to get this far if right, that was a conflict right yeah. i guess I'm but just, it's yeah. but that, that definitely well, I mean, because you can be in business with the NFL. You got Robert Kraft, um, and a lot of the owners they they have. I think they have ownership in Fanatics. Um, I think they brought. But like, that's different. That's, mas- that's like it's not Ticketmaster. That's not a broadcast part. It's a, it's a but like, it's Fanatics business, is a pair. Yeah, but a Fanatics covers apparel and and sports for all sports. So it's not like. It's solely an NFL thing, but when we talk about Amazon owning the rights, like they literally own a day of the week only for the NFL. Right. So I don't know how you can own that and also own a team. Yeah. Another thing to point out here uh, is that all 31 owners have to sign off on the other 31 owners. It's mm-hmm. 32 teams, right? So 31 owners have to sign off on this. It's not just the highest bidder because there's some people like think about this. Saudi money can come in. Saudi, uh, somebody right now probably uh, offer uh, them $10 billion, right? Like, mm-hmm. got play-play money over there. But all 31 owners have to sign off on who can come join that fraternity, right? It's um, true. You ever watch Billions? 
Yeah, that's my favorite show. Oh my god, I love Billions. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna ruin it for anybody, but our guy's coming back. Shh, don't tell I'm not gonna whatever. I'm saying our guy. I didn't say who. Okay, okay, okay. But there was a, if you've never watched Billions, there was a part where Bobby Axel. There was one episode where Bobby Axelrod's trying to buy was it the Giants yep. or the Jets? One of those New York teams and New York, New York teams. New and he tries to buy it, and he has the funds for it. He raises the additional capital that he doesn't have. It goes to a vote, and they say no, you can't come into this club. And he like freaks out. But that's yeah, right. it's a true story. They can vote you in or they can vote you out. Yeah, that's right. Because I remember like that. Jeff Bezos' name been floating around for a while. Uh, a while. Mm-hmm. It's smart because these owners they uh, they work together, right? They brought the Walmart family in, the Walton family. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they're looking at how we make money together, not just in the NFL but off the field as well. So bringing in Jeff Bezos, we're talking about the number one company globally. They just surpassed Google. Google was the top dog for forever. Amazon and Jeff Bezos, the number one company in the whole wide world. Mm-hmm. This makes a lot of sense for the NFL. It makes a whole lot of sense. So um, I know his name was floating around for a long time, um, and so I'm 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 actually um, curious of why he's not the front runner thus far because he has the money, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if the owners um, are already pushing him out. Like, no, we don't want to work with him. I don't mm-hmm. know. We'll see. We shall see. But it's uh, champagne problems. Yeah, right. (laughs) All right, next one, guys. Now, yesterday, wide receiver Tyreek Hill said that next season he will be the Chiefs' worst enemy when the Dolphins uh, take the trip to Arrowhead in 2023. So, for you guys, I got Tyreek Hill catches at least two touchdowns and finishes with 100-plus yards in Arrowhead next season. Factor foolish. Man, uh, I'm going to go two touchdowns is the tough part. 100 yards, hell, he can have one, you know, two catches and go for 100 yards. They're not a, a, a strong defensive team. I like their defensive scheme and what Spags does over there. Spags uh, is the defensive coordinator there. Um, I'm going to say uh, foolish here, Corey, because when you come out and you talk like this, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, you the, the people on the other side, they the goal is this. Eliminate the distractions and stay focused. Like, I don't care if you have 300 yards as long as we get the win. Mm-hmm. But you're also a competitor. You think Spags, the defensive coordinator, is going to hear this talk for the next six months before they play and, and not take it personal? You don't think the guys on the other side of that ball is going to take it personal? I see Spags potentially doubling him and scheming up to take Tyreek out. But what happens is, and this is going to be interesting, this should be a good bet for people there should be like a prop bet on like FanDuel or something because if you – and this is what makes the Miami Dolphins uh, dangerous. If you take him out, who do you have on the other side? You have Waddle. Mm-hmm. Waddle could crush you and kill you, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. So, like, that's a problem. That's what makes this team so special. And both guys went for 1,300-plus yards and 10 touchdowns because if I'm on this side and you got to see me, you got to double me, He's going to get off. Pause. Um, why do you always get on me when I say pause? I don't, because that's not a pause. It's not a, how do you do pause? I mean, I'm a girl. I don't have to hit pause. But, like, I, I don't think that was a pause. He's going to get off? Like, what, is that a, 
that's sometimes a pause. when you pause yourself you can kind of hurt yourself because then you kind of turn it into a pause yeah you made you know it into a pause it you wasn't a pause. It into a pause well this is all new to me because <laughs> <laughs> i got like pause like you gotta hit up cameron and get pause one-on-one yeah you're not, like, you're not secure, doing it right I'm, like yeah this is new to me like literally over the last couple weeks because I'm, I'm secure in my man so then why are you like if i like if i walk up to you court i'm like yo bro like you know what i'm saying like if i say something and and i'm sharing my my feelings that's what it is. Like, I don't got to say pause. Like, why I got to do all of that? Nobody right, right. telling you to hit pause. You're the one who keeps saying pause, like, right, like all of a sudden. That was never your thing. Why are you starting to say it if you don't feel like you need to say it? It's too funny. I don't know. <laughs> you feel peer pressure to yeah, say pause? I do. I Zach do. got you saying pause I now? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> oh, but anyways, I'm going to go, um, go foolish because of the two touchdowns. The mm-hmm. two touchdowns is the hard thing to do, mm-hmm. right? The two touchdowns is the hard thing to do. So I'm going to go... Uh, I'm gonna go foolish here, but it'll be close. What you got, Ashley? Yeah, I'm gonna go foolish too. I mean, it's hard. It, it, I appreciate the trash talk, though. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just hard. I feel like for one or two reasons. One, him catching at least two touchdowns is contingent on Tua getting them to him, so that's one. And then also, whenever you try to have that kind of a game against a former team, they know your game. Mm-hmm. They know how, and they know how to shut your game down. Mm-hmm. So it's always hard having those type of like standout performances against a team that knows what you're going to do. It's like basketball. He don't got no weaknesses though. I know, but I'm saying your, your team, like the team you're across the field, you got a defense across the field from you, the coaches on the sideline from you, like they know what you're going to do for mm-hmm. most of the part. It's just like the NBA. Like if you're, if you know, Ty Lue knows that LeBron's going to go to his left if, you know, he's in a certain way or he's going to go to his right or he's going to take, like, you know, so you have to be a little bit more creative. So I think it's going to be a lot harder for him to get mm-hmm. off than he, than he thinks. Mm. I think he'll have. I think I'll. St- I think he still has a great game, though. I just don't know if it's gonna be those exact. So hold on, hold on. TJ Strickland said, "How many times will B say pause today? Put a counter up there." Um, <laughs> He's already said it like twice. Two or no, you said it twice. No, it's definitely at least twice. Yeah, yeah right, you said twice. It twice. And then Jamal Armstrong, uh, he said that was for show a pause moment. <laughs> I agree. Because you said, what did you say? I mean, I said, what did it I? Some, it was something. He's huh? going to get off. Oh, get off. Like, that's he's going to get off. Like, come on, how bro. was that a pause? If, if, yeah, if we got to say pause to that, like, come on. That's, right. Like, dudes get off all the time. <laughs> pause. pause. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Pause. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, like, yo. <laughs> yo, we got. <laughs> hey, that was funny. <laughs> yo, I kind of like this pause thing. Hey, it's whatever. Where man. I've been. How long pause been around? Oh, it's been around since I was a kid. So, For real? it's got to be longer than that. How long pause been around? For real? Did he it, actually I don't know if he invented it, but it's a, it came out of Harlem. Cam invented it. it came out of Harlem. I think Cam popularized it, but it's been in Harlem, like in New York in general. Dude's been saying that my my entire life. Yeah. But I, I think he like wow. popularized it for like the general public. Mm-hmm. But it's been a wow. thing in New York for like ever. Definitely I didn't know Cam invented pause. Or... He didn't invent it. I think he popularized popularized it. Wow! Yeah. Shout out to Cam. He's. If he was a smart businessman, and he's very smart and very savvy, but this could have been this could be like a a huge miss on him. He didn't trade Mark Paws. He should have trade Mark Paws. Definitely shouldn't have. Why are you looking like that? Because it's just I just I'm just sitting here. How you're gonna start saying pause after everything? Yeah, I'm getting into this pause thing. Pause. <laughs> All right, so we, let's let's do our next factor foolish statement. 49ers get involved in Aaron Rodgers' trade talks. Factor foolish. Pause. <laughs> That's a pause. 
<laughs> that's not a pause. That is a pause. Like, let's slow down here. That's, that's not. A, I'm using. I oh, can't that's say a literal. Pause. That's a literal. Pause. I got him. <laughs> ah, that's a pause. Like, pause. Slow down. Come on. You just said that you going with uh, Purdy. Y'all got y'all quarterbacks. And Aaron Rodgers got. He's the one that decides if 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 who can get in the conversation or not. He already said he's going to the Jets. I mean, but he ain't there yet. Mm. Pause. <laughs> All right. He ain't there yet. That's a pause. I don't have to say pause. I'm a girl. Well, Oh, so girls can't get participate in I, pause? I don't know any woman who's ever had to pause herself. So why'd you pause me three weeks ago? I was just messing with you. I was pausing you. So I don't have you, to, I don't have you to pause myself. So are you going to pause or not pause? Like, I'm not going to pause. What's the rules? Well, okay, I don't so have I'm, to pause. Right, so I'm not going to pause. Out of the pause. What? You're, you're out of it then. I'm not pausing. <laughs> you um, started the pause on this show. He, and I'm not going to pause when he says he's not there yet. That's not a pause. Like, he's literally just, he's not there yet. The Jets... And the and Green Bay for whatever reason they're 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 at a standstill right now. It hasn't happened, and it's until night. until it's officially official, anybody can come in and and make things no, interesting. So no, why can't. not? You don't think Aaron Rodgers if no. if the if the opportunity came and he's like they were like we're we're gonna go ahead and and give you an opportunity to pick between the 49ers no. and the Jets. You don't think he no, would entertain he had, the he, Niners? He's already, he's already had those discussions. He's already sat back in the the darkness retreat and said like, do I want to go here, here, here? His offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett, is where? He's in New Jersey. His wide receiver, Alan Lazard, is where? He's in New Jersey. He went out there, gave him a whole master list. Here's the guys that I would love to play play with if they're available. Like, it's not there. The, only, there thing far, that, the only thing that stops the 49ers from getting involved with Aaron Rodgers, I don't think they have the money. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's it's there is a salary cap. I know, yeah. like yeah, in a perfect world, it doesn't exist. But they still have to pay. I don't think they have it yet. They don't have the cash to afford air All right, so let's 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 fast forward. Let's move on because that definitely was a pause. All right, next one, guys. Ron Rivera is on the hot seat in Washington. Fact or foolish? Fact. I mean, he's a great coach. Great leader. Yeah. Let me tell you why. He's not a team that's expected to win anything. What is he supposed to do? Create a miracle? What does new owners want? New regimes want. They want their people. Oh. They want their people. Right? Like, he's respected. If he wants to coach, let's say if if it didn't end well there, if he wants to coach again, he will be able to coach again because he's well respected. He's a great leader. um, And he knows ball. But you don't have, they want to see it right now. Mm-hmm. He's the general manager and the head coach right now. That's what people fail to realize when we talk about the commanders and in, 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 in Ron Rivera. He's the one that decided the quarterbacks. He's the one that decides what to do in free agency. So it all falls on him. So if you go three, four years in a terrible situation, you're out of there. That's the name of the game. Yeah. It's inevitable. Well, I'm, I'm glad you said he's the head coach, he's the GM, because we had a question earlier, and one of the questions was, one of the fan questions was, why does Ron Rivera not want Cam Newton? Mm. Pause. That's a pause. Want another man? <laughs> like, and, and I mean, there's it's preference. Like, you know what I'm saying? I ain't going to be disrespectful to nobody's community, but like... <laughs> That is. It can be like that's not a pause. Oh, there, men want men, women want women, women want yeah, men. Yeah, but the men whole pause want, thing is a whole like that's that's what I'm trying to figure out. So, but anyways, um, <laughs> all right, I'm done with the pause thing. I'm getting back to pauses literal to me now. Um, look, he knows Cam Newton, right? Mm-hmm. He knows Cam Newton, and 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 it could be uh, two things, right? It could be um, one, their relationship wasn't great. Towards the end, maybe, mm. or 
you know, because it's all it's relationship based. And two, maybe he just doesn't think that he can uh, contribute to his team anymore, right? Maybe that's he don't think he's part of the thirty-two. That's it. I mean, that's just my my thoughts. Interesting. Yep. yep. Okay. All right. Next one, guys. Now, FanDuel, right on their app, has the Chargers line at nine and a half games won for next season. So I got to ask you guys: Los Angeles Lakers win at least ten games next season? Chargers or foolish. Lakers? Did I, I ain't say Lakers? Did I? Yes. I said Lakers again. Yes, bro. <laughs> you got you got you got the Lakers. What's up I know, with you? The Lakers. I, I said that earlier. What's Los up with you? Angeles what's up with you and the Lakers? Is there like you say the Los Angeles Warriors? No, you said the Golden State, Golden Lakers. State Lakers. What's up with you and the Lakers, Corey? You got something? You got something on your chest? You need to get off. On. Los Angeles Chargers. Oh, win are you are you are you sad about the late internal struggles? Like, what's, you want you want to have a therapy session real quick? Right, for real. I've been I've been looking at and researching the Lakers so much. Anyways, Los Angeles Chargers win at least ten games next season. Factor foolish. Listen, when you have um, Khalil Mack, you have uh, one of the Bosa brothers. I don't know their name, their first names. Is like it in Joey? Yeah, you have one of the Bosa brothers. Because no, and you have that guy yeah, Justin. Joey, Joey's in. And in you have Allen, at wide receiver. Man, you, you yes, this is fact. They it's should. Time. They should. It's time. I'm going fact here, Ashley. I'm going fact with, with mm. the talent that they have, and if they don't, you got to start mm. questioning why. And then mm. you have Brandon Staley, right? A lot of people uh, thought that Brandon Staley should have been fired. He survived, you know. So a coach to be able to last a couple years is a good thing in my eyes, because you can learn a lot from your your, your the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. And I think he's actually a good coach, and I think he should be who. He naturally is, and that's an aggressive play caller. He's going for it on fourth down. But when you start taking the outside noise and you start questioning yourself, you make dumb decisions. So if he can actually go into this year with confidence and uh, more comfort, this team could be in position to contend. Mm. Well, it looks like y'all need to hop on the FanDuel Sportsbook app then and place that bet. Both of y'all can win some money. Nine and a half games. Ashley ain't going to do it. (laughs) Nine and a half games, again, is what the Sportsbook uh, has them at. Over. But how about about we, uh, you know, give some people some more picks and hop on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. So what we're going to do is actually look at a game that we got tonight. We Mm. got the Miami Heat and we got the Philadelphia 76ers. So we got, of course, the... MVP, you know, hopeful, Joel Embiid on the team. And he's uh, actually one of the picks that we got. So let's look at our, our same game parlay. Brandon, who, uh, you know, you were, you were telling me about the picks. Who you got? All right, so here you go. You got a same game parlay. Uh, four selections. Four-legger here. Joel Embiid over uh, 31 and a half. Yes, I like this. This is going to hit. He's Well, you know what? This is an interesting one. I'm going to take the over. I like this. But he already feels like. It's night-night, right? He said that after the last game. He said, I am now the MVP. The discussion's over. Hopefully, he doesn't chill. Um, I think the only thing that we have to pull from is, is is him coming out saying that we have bigger plans. And that's obviously meaning he, he wants to win it all. So, I like this here. I think he continues to put pressure, apply pressure. The 76ers, I like this. Um, Jimmy Butler can have a night, Ashley. Mm-hmm. You know, he's due for a 40-point night, isn't he? He's due, but I like the 76ers uh, turning it up here. James Harden on the over, absolutely. I think you're going to see James Harden. Actually, I, if it was 25, I would take I would take the points. And Jimmy Butler, uh, four assists, yes, for sure. Mm. He'll get that easy. He might get that didn't, in the first half. Didn't Embiid have like 50 points his last game? He did. I don't know if I'd take Celtics. that over. 
coming off of a fifty he's point game. Tired. So what he's gonna be tired? What is this thing? Why, what, the what's this thing? Race, that a guy man. has one good night, and he can't have another game. one. The the the, the but, following I mean, night. No, I mean like the seventy sixers already. Their playoffs are the playoff spots are already solidified. So it's not like they're pushing for a spot. I think that this game and they have one other game. I think that's it for them, right? They have mm-hmm. two games left mm-hmm. two games. with this one. I. Playoff, my playoff spot already solidified. If what I have done throughout the course of the season is not enough for me to win MVP, screw it. I'm in playoff mode. I don't give a damn. So you're I don't need to win. Down. I don't need to win these two. I'm already in. So like, you're low clinch, managing. Good. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm out there putting up some work, getting some cardio, but I ain't stressing myself to beat the Miami Heat. They need to win, not me. Why would I stress myself out for that? You're a load manager. Well, look, that's to- not load management. It's two games left. We're about to go into the playoffs. Do you think I'm going to exhaust myself to get a 50 point on, game against on, the Miami Heat? Here's, here's, no, thank here's you. Where they're at, though. So two games left. They're two. They're no. They don't have a chance. Well, yeah, they could, they could, they could move to the second seed. Boston Celtics. They're right there. They're not going to catch uh, the Bucks. They're five and a half. Uh, games behind the Bucks, and then you have the Cle- Cleveland Cavaliers. No, nah, they're good. Ashley might be right here, but I'm, I'm chilling. I, I, like, I like that four leg parlay. I mean, I don't mind it, but I wouldn't be surprised if 100. UCMB just kind of being casual out there. He's in playoff mode. They they mm-hmm. did their job. They got they they made sure that they handled business. So come this point, they can start getting into a little bit of like cruise mm-hmm. control before they rev up the Jets again. Miami need Miami's the one trying to claw their way into a situation. Right. Right. Okay. Right. Right. Well, to Ashley's point, NBA season's coming down to the wire, and there's no better place to bet than on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. The app is safe, secure, easy to use. Uh, FanDuel has exclusive offers, boosts, and more all month long. And, of course, when you win, you get paid fast. FanDuel has lots of ways to play, like the spread, money line, overs, unders, team totals, player props, and so much more. So jump into action at any time during the game, also with live betting. So download the FanDuel app today or head to FanDuel.com forward slash IAA and make every moment count. We'll be right back after this disclaimer. Disclaimer, 21 plus in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com forward slash RG. Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342. Arizona 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org forward slash chat Connecticut 1-800-9-WITH-IT Indiana 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com Kansas 1-877-770-STOP Louisiana call 1-800-327-5050 or visit www mahelpline.org forward slash problem gambling Massachusetts visit www.mdgamblinghelp.org Maryland 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369 New York 1-800-522-4700 Wyoming or visit www.1800gambler.net West Virginia here we go we're live and we're back. Um, Corey, mm-hmm. I need more hydration. My lips are feeling better. Mm. They were so dark, like smoker's lips yesterday. Uh-huh. And I'm not a smoker. Um, well, give well, me a hydration. You yeah, I don't say you should have been sipping on your element. I had it right here with me. I got the raspberry salt today. No, this is I one. won. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I like that one. Give me. Raspberry salt is the best, honestly. 
You're into it now? I like the raspberry salt one. That's my favorite flavor. How much water do you drink a day? A lot. You get an How much? Oh, oh, come on, Corey. That was a bad throw. You get an element. Come on. That was a better one. That was a better one. I needed to warm up, I guess. Corey, we had this debate. <laughs> so everybody watching, we had this debate about, like, water. Corey what doesn't a... drink a gallon a day. But he's like, oh, I get my electrolyte. So Corey has uh, uh, filled the facility up, our, our studio up, with uh, electrolytes. So I carry around this jug. Russell Wilson is the... Is the one, what are you doing? I'm modeling it. Russell Wilson is the one that uh, actually inspired me to carry a jug, right? Because as an as a human being, you have to know that your body is made up of seventy percent water. If you want to function at a high level, you have to hydrate, right? So Russell Wilson was the first one that used to walk around the facility with this gallon jug, and so I was like, oh, that makes more sense. So I'm not like Corey and Ashley walking around with these 12 ounces, six ounces, 16 ounces uh, uh, bottles, right? Like, it's just more efficient here. I know by 6 p.m., if I get this down, I'm right on track. And then I might have a couple glasses of water uh, to end the night. That's my nightcap. And then Corey had the bright idea, said, why don't you add electrolytes, right? And so, Corey, that was very smart of you to, to, and to push me and challenge me to have my Electrolytes. <laughs> um, Ashley, good show today. Good week. Good week. You great feel good week. about the first six weeks? We had a really good week, a really great week. I'll use great. Great week. Great. Yeah. Great week. So listen, guys, subscribe. Um, there's a statistic out there that says that 70% of everyone on YouTube don't subscribe to their favorite channels. If we happen to be one of your favorite channels, because you can have multiple favorite channels, please hit the subscribe button. Also, dibble and dab through our channel. We got so many cool things happening. You know what I want? I'm, I'm going to take a little time and just describe what we're doing. Let me tell you what I Am Athlete is. Paper Route is our daily show. Paper Route's our daily show. We want to participate in sports conversations. This is 70% sports, 30% evergreen culture, fashion, all those other things, some politics. The weekly show is 70% evergreen. Those aren't interviews. Those are conversations. We want to sit down and have that type of dynamic conversation to talk about anything uh, and, and that's going on in the world. And we hit 30% sports. Okay. We have the tour that we're going to bring back 2.0. Ashley, what cities are you excited about? Or can you give me a, a couple cities that you, you may I'd be? love to do New Orleans. Wow. It's one of my favorite cities in the country. Um, I'd love to do Dallas, obviously. Mm. I'd love to do New York, my hometown. Mm. Um, Arizona was cool. I mm. liked AZ. Yeah, it was my first. Denver would be cool. I know you frequent yep. going up there. What about Vegas? Vegas would be dope, but I mean, mm -hmm. we have to stop in Chicago. Chicago would be dope. Chicago what about City. London? I've Ooh. always wanted to go to London. I like London accents. You haven't been to London? You know there's I've a never. huge... But I do a, love me some Skepta, so... What's, oh, Skepta the artist. Yeah. Oh, they got a dope uh, uh, scene Skepta. over there, a uh, hip-hop scene I'd over love there. to go to London. Uh, Bahamas, Turks and Caicos, Miami. Oh, we got to do Miami, Orlando, Jacksonville. There's, uh, it's going to be interesting that we have that going we on. Should do the brand, we should do a tour everywhere Brandon Marshall played. That's so we should go <laughs> Seattle, Chicago, New Orleans, New Jersey, Miami. You know what else we have? Denver. <laughs> Do you guys understand what on OTG is? OTG means on the go. On the go 
uh, gives us the ability to take one camera, sit in front of Patrick Mahomes, Rihanna, um, even Angel uh, mm-hmm. was a part of On The Go. We actually took more equipment. We took the entire team to make sure we, we, we got that first sit down. Um, but On The Go gets us out of the studio. Mm-hmm. It helps, allows us to be faster. So I'm excited about On The Go. That's the thing that excites me is the, excites me the most about our platform outside of like the daily show. I think this is cool to do this every single day. Um, but on the go is so much fun. If you had one camera, you had one microphone. If I had one and you mic. had a and you had a and you had a private plane right now, Ashley. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you can go sit down with anybody in the whole wide world on the go, who would it be? Barack Obama. Mm, will be your first question. Who would win one on one, you or Brandon Marshall? Oh, no. <laughs> hey, Obama, Obama got a scrap. Um, no, I would. Yo, so you, that means that means you got to take me on a trip, and then he and I got to play one on one. Who do you think will win one on one? Barack Obama would cook you. <laughs> He's seventy. He gonna, he Barack gonna Obama is not seventy. Barack he Obama got a is story. definitely he he got moves. Barack <laughs> Obama. He got to be pushing seventy. He's oh, 61. That's not 70. Him. Let me ask you this question. Him. Let me ask you this question since you want to uh, be so real right now. Who you like run? Who you like winning the, the, the race, me or T.O.? Oh, definitely you. Okay, cool. Because I, I know you've been here training. I know you've been getting your body, your mind, your spirit, your mental, everything right. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely putting my money on you. <laughs> um, in that regard, I will be here front and center. Um, doing my analyst work, but I definitely yeah. think that you're going to go ahead and, and um. We got another question beat, for Ashley beat. too. It was, a, it was another uh, fam question. Another one. Before yeah, yeah, we yeah. Roll? Romo okay. or Dak? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Romo had a mean spin game, man. He could get out of any situation. He was like, slippery in the pocket. He was slippery. Yeah. Um, because of that, I take Romo. Yeah. I think one of my one of my things about Dak that kind of drives me nuts is You're, that don't do it. Don't do it. What? <laughs> don't do it. No. One of my things about that's one of my things about Dak that drives me nuts is that he's not as don't quick so. to make a decision in the pocket. Romo used to like see it coming. Nobody's open. I'm a spin. I'm gonna buy some more time. Mm-hmm. Dak tends to take a little bit more we'll time to-, to make a choice, which sometimes puts us in bad predicaments when it comes to possessions. So for that reason, I'm taking Romo. Mm-hmm. Y'all follow UFC at all too? To mm-hmm. change subjects a little bit? I do. I'm going to the fight. Is he your prayer this weekend? Izzy, I'm going to the fight. Yeah. Are you? You want to go? I'm going to be at a bachelorette. One of my best friends is getting married, so I won't mm. I won't be there. You want to go, Corey? I'm going to be in Dubai, man. Ooh! Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! You are, that's the show. Well, man, it's like we went in order. Oh, I'm going to be at a bachelorette. Right. I'm going to go. You want to go? I'm going to be in Dubai. Well, excuse the hell out of me. Okay, well, screw hey, it. Hey, I, I just had to be honest and be true for that. Flex. Oh, Jesus. What are you looking to getting into, pause? <laughs> you say look at Did I ever tell you guys the funny thing? Honestly, I'm really looking forward to like four wheeling. I know that's like like super basic to do when right. you go looking over there, but like nah, four wheeling, like in the desert. Oh, like ATVs and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna be in Dubai, and we're also gonna take like a, like that hour trip up to Abu Dhabi. So we're gonna do that too. That was dope. Yeah. Have yeah. you been to Dubai? I know you said there was people that I had Dubai. a chance to go when I was in college, but mm-hmm. I wasn't gonna do that. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you want to tell mm-hmm. the people what happened? So when I was in college, this was during like that era of like this was like prime IG model era. So mm-hmm. this is like before it was like a popular thing it's like <laughs> yeah. miami was really the only city 
in the country that had like IG models. Everyone else was just didn't know what that was. And um, like these Dubai princes and sheiks or whatever would like reach out to girls and DM them to like come and, and a lot of girls would do it. Now I was a broke college student. I think I at the time I was a I was a sophomore. I was still on campus. And I got a DM from like this like handler of like a sheik or a prince or whatever. They offered me half a million dollars to go to Dubai. Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars up front once I got on the plane, the private the private jet, and then two hundred and fifty thousand dollars when I got back, like when I was on the jet heading back to the States. Now I'm a broke college student. I'm eating ramen. I'm studying for some stupid final. I'm like, damn, that's a lot of money. (laughs) But then I know. Like, I'm like, but then I'm like sitting there. I'm like, I've seen taken at this point. Like, I'm (laughs) like, I'm probably not going to come back. Um, You know, who's going to rescue me if like something goes wrong. And then there was like all these stories about like what they do to these girls. Like when they go over there for the, for the money and like, Mm. it's not, you know, innocent. And I was like, it's probably not worth it. So I never actually did it. So I've never mm. been to Dubai. But I came close. I came yeah. I was I was contemplating, but I was like, I don't know what Liam Neeson. I may not come back. So. I think I think you made a, a good decision. A I might not decision. be here sitting talk and talking to you. I know, yeah, right, but let right. me ask Corey this question. Uh-huh. Your lady, you got a girlfriend right now? I do not. You do not. Single. It's Ladies. Say it into the camera, Corey. Say it one more time. Single is a dollar bill. <laughs> and he uh, exfoliate his, his lips. All that. Skin care. He's mm. all that. And he so, uses clean and clear. He got to get better. But look, right. we'll work Corey, Corey um, things is up for you right now. Yes, sir. You know, you're going to Dubai. Um, you are leading this show. More visibility means more opportunities. So you're going to find a one here soon. Or maybe it's, it's just hope. someone you're kicking it with. Say you're really, really, really into her. And uh, someone slides in her DM and is like, yo, 500000 Come to Dubai. <laughs> hey, yo. Do you say, babe, take it? Or do you say, nah, you can't do it? Are you saying that this is my woman and she gets a DM? It doesn't even have to be your girlfriend. It could oh, be no. some. It could be a girl you're kicking with. You have feelings for y'all may may or may not enter that territory. But right now, like I got you, you vibing it. I got an easy answer for y'all. Mm-hmm. It, the number one rule in in a relationship for me is respect. Mm. Now you 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 answer the question of if that's like respectful. But she's asking or not. you. She's not doing it in secret. She's asking yeah. you. No. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. No. It's not happening. But what? So respect. With respect means something Brandon's different. gonna tell his girl, go out there and make me that money, honey. Cool. Yeah, that, money, that money coming in other ways. Like, I'm gonna I'm see good. you when you get back, baby. Uh, that, that money coming in other ways. I ain't, gonna, I ain't gonna sell my girl for 500000 So let me ask you this question. <laughs> so what if somebody slid in your DM and they said, we got 500 for, for, for me? Oh, if it, okay. shoot, I'm baby, cool. go go make that money. Yo, Come back. What? I'll see you in a few days. <laughs> Yo, that's, yeah, that's just a weird situation. I'm glad I wasn't put in that situation. But no, yeah, let's nah. say you are. Yeah, no, nah, and hypothetically, yeah, no, like I'm good. You're not taking a 500? No. Why? Because that money coming in another way. That's good. I'm cool. But I'm saying it's just a trip to Dubai. You're already going to Dubai nah, right now. You paying for it, but, but it I'm not you 500. It sounds like it's just a trip to Dubai. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, it's not. It's with a, it's with a female like well, now princess sound, or now like whatever. Like too good to be true. Now, if I can, that, that's basically like, all right, you want to check for five hundred thousand dollars and a no, trip but to you Dubai gotta go. You have to go over to Dubai and do and be what 
a chic would want with an IG mod or like the chic wanted with yeah, me. I gotta for the, know what the, the trade-off is at this point. Yeah. You're his woman. You're you're her man for the weekend and whatever. Like, and you come back after you get on that flight Monday, heading back to the states, and you have five hundred thousand dollars in your bank account. Y'all want me to say yes so bad? I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now. If like we were dating and you came to me with that, I'd yeah. be like. Yeah. I'm gonna see you in a few days. Yo. Corey. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, hey. Go handle your business, honey. I'm gonna hey. see you. Make sure oh, you man. hit me when you land, Yo. <laughs> so I know you okay. Oh, hey, <laughs> we'd have a code man. word, so in case anything went wrong, I, I right, would call the, the U.S. Embassy to come get you. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, Another oh, phenomenal dead. week on paper route. Great job, Corey. Great job, Ashley. The entire team, and thank you to all of our subscribers and all of um, you guys that's rocking with us. You know, we have the tour that's coming back. We have content on the go. Hopefully, you guys are enjoying that. Um, the weekly show, we're just getting started, warming up. We got some cool names um, that we're talking to, some cool athletes and artists that we're talking to to sit with us. So just uh, want to say thank you guys for rocking with us. And, you know, look, we've been here for almost three years now, and I truly believe we're getting, we're just now getting started. So all of your feedback, we see it. We're, you know, I'm, I hear it. We're, you know, we're listening. Brandon, you keep cutting off people. You talk too much. I hear you. I get it. All right? We, we know what you guys like. We know what you guys don't like. So continue to be bold and send any suggestions. We'll see you guys Monday here on Paper Route. Uh, we have a big show coming for you uh, this Monday coming up. And then following that, we're back on Paper Route Live. So make sure you guys stay after the show on Monday and watch us live because we got a big show for you. Right, Corey? Absolutely. See you tomorrow. Oh, see you next week. Peace. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.